The game gets super heroic. It's always sunny and harmless phosphorescence. This is your host, Throw Smiley. Now, who would like a PB&J sandwich? I'm Josh CC, and that a raccoon again? I'm Brian Lesh, but you can call me the Tiptoe Man. Everything extraordinary can be explained away, including Alaric Weber. <laughs> and yet it's true. <laughs> and this is uh, Harmless Phosphorescence. It's the podcast where we watch every theatrically released full-length live-action superhero movie ever made. We gather some research into the production and the source material, then we tell you all about it. This show is brought to you by patrons. Patrons like executive producers Michael Beckwith and Atticus Burkett. You can be a patron, too. Just go to patreon.com slash harmlessphosphorescence. Uh, we got a lot of bonus shows there. We've got music shows, Nixon shows. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Live from your Belinda. Nixon shows. Uh, and our monthly movie. And we've got a new monthly movie coming for June. This month we're going to be watching and talking about The Shining by a, a, a little known a young film, upstart. Yeah, a little known filmmaker named Stanley K- Kubrick. Um, Q. Uh, so that is coming this month. Buck a month is all you need to get started on the uh, um. <laughs> on the, the bonus content. Check it out. This week, though, on Harmless Phosphorescence, we are going to be watching Glass. Maybe this will all make sense if I explain who I am. My name is Dr. Ellie Staple, and I'm a psychiatrist. My work concerns a particular type of delusion of grandeur. It's a growing field. I specialize in those individuals who believe they are superheroes. (laughs) Good for you. The three of you have convinced yourselves you have extraordinary gifts like something out of a comic book. David Dunn. The only person to survive that train wreck all those years ago? What do you do? I'm in security. You think you have superpowers? It's a feeling. Vision. I have to touch them. You believe you are a protector. My name is Patricia. I have no question. There are two dozen identities. I'm Mary Reynolds. Por favor, senora. We almost got you, bro. That live in that body with you. The beast. It's coming any minute now for you guys. But what I am questioning is your belief that you are something more than human. And yet, it is true. My bones break easily. I've had 94 breaks in my life. But you have an extraordinary IQ. This is not a cartoon. This is the real world. No way and yet some of us still don't die with bullets some of us can still bend steel i've been waiting for the world to see that we exist may i meet the beast 
I hope for your sake that he likes you. That sounds like the bad guys teaming up. A lot of people are going to die. Don't do this. Are you ready? What do we call you, sir? First name, Mr. Last name, Glass. Glass. Ah, uh, Glass. Um, it was released January 18th, 2019. It cost $20 million to make, and it made $247 million at the box office. Um, so it was... That's the real twist. What's that? What was the budget? $20 million. And what's interesting... 20. Wow. Wow. Yeah, what's interesting is that um, uh, Shyamalan um, financed it himself. A studio did not back this. Um, He mortgaged his several houses and put his own money into it. Well, good uh, for him. I mean, that appara- that's, apparently he's that's been art. Yeah, <laughs> apparently he's been doing that since the visit. Every movie he keeps uh, financing his own since then. So um, that because the studios are on to him that he doesn't make great movies. Sorry, <laughs> my opinions are coming out hot. <laughs> they, yeah, the, they, he has one right now. Let's drop huh, the beach where people get old and die. Yeah, yeah old, that one. Old. Oh my god. How much again did this make? 247, right? 247. So he got extra rich off it, personally. Good for him. Um, it's, yeah, good for him. It's estimated from that he personally made 60 million bucks. So that's a, 60, a $40 million profit he made on this. Do you know about any of the uh, financial arrangements with the three leads? Um, I don't. Um, I didn't. Whether they were paid up front or paid, you know. Um, oh, resist on the back end. Yeah, I yeah, I did not find out that information about. Uh, well, at a twenty million dollar budget, they all took a cut, so all I, three of them wanted to do something. But yeah, if the whole budget's twenty million, I mean, think of what Sam Jackson gets alone. Right, I would put money that they got points. Like that's yeah. I know. oh yeah, yeah, and that's the only way you could keep the budget that low. That that makes sense. People seem loyal to him as a director. So, from, I mean, by all accounts, I hear he's a decent director as far as the mechanics of directing. I mean, he his films always look visually interesting. He's just not, he can't write a story to save his life. No, he's not so, as creative as he thinks he is. And the editing is fucking weird. We spend so long on shots. Yeah, I have lots of questions. Oh, there's so, somehow there's, like comments. this best of the three, though. <laughs> yeah. I, I still personally like Unbreakable well, best. But... Unbreakable really worked. Yeah, I I actually I actually like Unbreakable. Split and this one I think are not. I I I don't. I. <laughs> but it's fair to say you like Unbreakable as a movie on its own. On its own. Like, on its own. Yeah. yeah. I'm not like yes, it's the best movie ever, but I can say I I I no. I genuinely find it to be a fine movie that I can watch without hating. That's how I feel about Signs, and a lot of people disagree with me. Like I, I can watch that movie. The performances yeah. in it are quality. There's one jump scare that gets me still. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. That and the Sixth Sense really still stand. Sixth up Sense was a good movie. Yeah, yeah. Sixth Sense was a good debut movie. Yeah, is a legit good movie. It, but as we learned, it wasn't his debut. It was his third movie. <laughs> the oh, that's Sense. right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, but like, uh, yeah, it's um, this one. 
Uh, yeah, this one's uh, this. Okay, so glass. Yeah, he made he made his money on. It. Well, he says that he doesn't work well with like a uh, with studio backing. Like when he like you know has that parachute. That if he's not doesn't have something on the line, then he can't make a good movie. He needs to be scared that the movie's going to fail in order hmm. to. That's good. Yeah, the that, studio should just hire like armed thugs to come by every day. <laughs> Be like, how's well, the movie coming along? With like, we were apps. just talking about how wonky his storytelling is, so I'm sure he doesn't want notes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely yeah. not. Because you know there are people in the room that are like, "Well, Lady in the Water." This movie is so weird because you get <laughs> there. This movie is so weird because like the 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 structure of it is you you get the it starts off with the movie you think you're gonna get like with David Dunn tracking down uh uh the horde and then. The horde. And then, like, after 20 minutes into the movie, it just turns into, like, a meditation on what comic books mean to culture for an hour. You're, yeah, but you're right. That that beginning was interesting to watch. Him doing the detective yeah. work and his son in his ear and the brush path. Yeah, that was compelling. But yeah. you're right. As soon as they went to the hospital, it was yep. different. It yeah. lost all its momentum. Yeah, and that's that's a weird weird choice to make when you're writing a story. It's like, I'm just going to stop the narrative here and turn it into what I think comic books mean to modern pop culture. Because that idea could have been explored through a story about the three of them through a conversation. On the loose. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. it didn't need to be an overreaching art. Like, that conversation could have happened. Sarah Paulson monologued a lot in this movie. Oh, my gosh. She monologued a lot. And, like, all the scenes where, like, comic book nerds are talking about comic books, I'm like, God, this is the most ham-fisted yeah. cheat. Like, humans don't speak to each other this way about yeah. things. As a comic book nerd who talks to three other comic book nerds weekly about comic book weekly. movies. <laughs> um Yeah, it was weird. It felt weird hearing that perception yeah, yeah because character. he is a fan of comic books so yeah. far as we can tell and yeah he couldn't write comic nerds i don't think yeah, he, he needed like kevin smith to be like dude who are you talking to that talks like this right that's funny i almost said that it became like silence the lamb and kevin smith <laughs> as soon as they got to the hospital just like a bastardized version of both yeah well yeah yeah and it, i i just don't think he knows how humans talk to each other period <laughs> like the dude mortgages multi, or he he leverages multiple houses against making movies. He's not like most people. No, he's not. He's, not, he's, he's not. rare breed. So, as yeah. I said, this was released January eighteenth, twenty nineteen, and it did well at the box office. And that means it's time for us to play the box office top ten game. Here is the <laughs> game where I will describe the top ten movies of the week. Based on the box office mojo description, the guys are going to try to guess what movie I'm talking about. Uh, we got a couple repeats in here, which uh, we'll mostly skip over, um, but um, most of them are new. Um, opening at number 10 this week. <laughs> oh, the true story of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> yeah. RBG. Nope. Yeah, RBG. Nope. Or something. No, no, no. This nope. is this is uh, this is a fiction. This is a fictionalized retelling of her. It's not a documentary. God, I, I hope it's not. they made Kate one. McKinnon. Yeah, who no, is Ruthie? No, it's <laughs> if if you a something woman. That's the truth, Ruth. It's uh, uh oh, Felicity Jones as Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> Weird. 
I don't Interesting. Know. Yeah. Army. See. Ooh, it's got Army Hammer, Justin Thoreau, Sam Watterson, and Kathy Bates. Who does Army Hammer play? I don't know, but did you guys hear that they just um, they just deep faked him out what of a movie, movie? <laughs> because of the really? whole cannibal thing? Oh, uh, cannibal! Uh, oh, Josh, you should Google it. Yeah, it's it's right, texting well, somebody. It's a rabbit some hole. Very weird, explicit sexual text that involved possibly eating them. It's, it's, but did, was this person not wanting to receive these messages? It seemed or consensual. Was it a mutual and people just got weirded out by him? And it's really weird. It's really like, weird. I can't even it, detail and how he, weird And he's it is. kind of me too'd, but also it's unclear exactly why he's me too'd, but it has some. But it's, yeah. There is a documentary called, um, shit, Thought Crimes, I think, about a cop who did engage online in cannibalistic fantasies but never attempted to act them out never did anything that lost his job got arrested all kinds of shit and then it was a huge trial of like these are thoughts i had how are you policing people you know yeah interesting yeah you interesting. Yeah, yeah thoughts aren't thoughts aren't illegal actions are illegal but, I, I, but I, at what point does a thought become even? word become conspiracy to commit you know, yeah. Well, that's there's that do, when do it's used know. against another person. That's why I was asking: right. yeah. were these texts unsolicited? That's fucked up. A really was the other person a willing participant in the fantasies? Nobody's business. But right. isn't assisted suicide still manslaughter? Right. Well, one of one of the most interesting well, things if you about talk about it. You could talk about murder in a police station. That's the First Amendment. You can. Cops do it all the, the time. Fuck are you talk about? Yeah, there's yeah. no prior restraint. There, that, one of the most interesting um, pieces of uh, media I've ever seen on this is the um, is the West Wing episode um, about the, the hate crimes bill. Um, oh, yeah. That yeah. was a really good, interesting rumination on the, the whole subject. Well, intention has a lot to do in a court of law. Mm-hmm. So there's the difference there, too. You know, like is Quentin Tarantino committing a hate crime or is the guy in the subway <laughs> committing a hate crime? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who, dro- who drops the M-bomb more? I don't even think black people drop it more than Quentin Tarantino does. Sam Jackson told him it was okay and he took it to heart and never let go. <laughs> he just ran with it. He, he has like a handwritten note in his wallet from Sam Jackson. He's like, look, it's set in the 1800s. They talk like that. Sure, Quentin. So this uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg movie. Uh, yeah, so this Ruth How many times does she Ruth say Ruth Bader Dogs? <laughs> it's called on It's called On the Basis of Sex. I had oh. no idea. Yeah. Yeah, never heard of it. Huh. Um yeah. At number 9 this week on the box office top 10 is uh, Bumblebee. We talked about it last week. Whoa, John Cena's in that? Hmm. That's um, a sequel to the B movie, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> in which John Cena Bumblebee. fucks a car. <laughs> <laughs> but it's your hero, Jazz. Uh, um, at number eight this week, um, six strangers find themselves in a maze of deadly mis- mystery um, rooms and must use their wits to survive. Escape room? Escape room, yes. There you go. I guess say Maze Runner four or something. Yeah. But, uh... Still amazing. <laughs> Maybe I'm amazed. Maze Runner. <laughs> Maze Runner three. Maybe I'm amazed. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, um, at number seven, we had Mary Poppins Returns. At number six, <laughs> a female dog. It's personal. <laughs> Mary, Mary Poppins. MP2. <laughs> Rise of the Machines. <laughs> Tokyo Drift. <laughs> it's just her with an umbrella street racing. <laughs> no car. Rise of the Machines. Uh, um, at number what are we at number six this week a female dog travels 400 miles in search of her owner throughout a Colorado wilderness we're still making these movies wow incredible journey oh god um, and silent scripts through there's there's, <laughs> there's 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 the the poster is a puppy sitting inside of a converse high top looking cute Marley, you. <laughs> yeah, it's like Marley and uh, Mar- his new family. Marley, Marley, Ted and Alice. Dog Day Afternoon. Marley and the Mansons. Um, All Marleys go to heaven. It's, yeah. it's called Legend. It's 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 called A Dog's Way Home. Oh, As yeah. the dog flies. <laughs> As the dog flies. Uh, at number five this week, uh, Spider Verse. We had that last week. Um, at number four, oh my. Okay, at number four. Okay. Um, two heroes encounter a warrior unlike any fighter they've faced before. Two mouths uh, fell. Um, this, Two heroes encounter a warrior unlike any that they've faced before. This is um, this is animated. Kung Fu. No. Um, it is uh, not computer animated, but, well, I'm sure it's computer animated, but it's 2D animated. Right, but it's 2D, classic 2D. Um, it is uh, based on a very popular long-running series. Of which I know me, you, and Josh have never watched. Brian, you might have been the right age for it, but I don't think it would have been up your alley. So it's not the Simpsons movie. No. Two heroes. Um, Because, I mean, uh, Homer and Bart are clearly Dragon Ball Z. Yes! It is a a Dragon Ball movie, Al. Wow. (laughs) But it's not uh, Dragon Ball Z. I, I, I never watched it. Yeah. Um, Dragon Ball X. It's called Dragon Ball Super Broly. <laughs> Dragon Ball Super Broly. How is that a popular Super Broly? <laughs> I, We've Jeremy's talked about text it before. Me the moment he hears me say that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've talked about anime. Yeah. It's confusing uh, to a lot, too. I like some of it, but yeah, I don't like the yelling for... 15 minutes of a 30 minute cartoon. I oh I'm gonna have to send you guys a clip of the fucking anime Jude made me every week. Jude makes me watch anime. Every Yeah, Elle is obsessed. Every every week. Um I'm not the man I used to be. <laughs> but anyways, um <laughs> uh, it's uh I never like it more than I did before we started watching it, but he keeps making me watch it, and I keep saying okay because he's my child, and that's what you do. But <laughs> anyway, loving, supportive father, yeah, um, taking whatever power he can. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's, yeah, like all children. Yeah, forcing cartoons on you. 
Yeah. Yeah. Little kids, kids these days. Used to eat. That's just a power yeah. play. It, yeah. Yeah. It, it means something it's to him. Like Kai, Caillou or whatever. Oh. It could be much worse. Oh, oh fucking Caillou. Be, yeah, like an octopus porn. Yeah. But, um, you watch that with your father? <laughs> <laughs> well, who else are you going to watch it with? No. <laughs> yeah. Not that exactly. Uh, but anyways, all right. At no, uh, uh, number three this week, man goes fishing. Aquaman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Starring Joe Pesci and Danny Glover. Because the fish are his friends. Oh, God. Fishing. Gone fishing. Oh, my God. I forgot about that movie. <laughs> yeah. that's so. Joe Pesci does not strike me as the kind of guy that goes fishing, by the way. Um, no, he's a huge golfer, though. I can see that. Wasn't yeah. that the plot of that movie, though? Was that he was like a bad fisherman? I oh, was it? I've never seen it. I don't know. The Twenty years. A, the difference between a bad one and a good one. That's true. <laughs> um, Somebody who's not had enough to drink, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with pole fishing, I'm sure you know deep sea fishing is a different deal. But mm. um, you at, sit and wait. Yeah. <laughs> and drink a beer. That's your yes. Uh, um, at number two this week, um, a comedic look at the relationship between a wealthy man with quadriplegia and an unemployed man with a criminal record who is hired to help him. Oh, I remember what? this. This stars Kevin Hart, Brian Cranston, and Nicole Kidman. Interesting. Well, that is an unlikely trio. <laughs> yes. Uh. Brian Cranston plays the quadriplegic. Kevin Hart plays the guy that was uh I, I wish it was the other way around. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Me too. I know. I wish Kevin Hart played That's the Nicole Kidman film. role, actually. <laughs> that little guy's dynamic. It's called The Upside. Yeah, pretty generic name. But um and at number one this week, security card David Dunn uses his supernatural abilities to track Kevin Wendell Crumb, <laughs> a disturbed man who has 24 personalities. That's... I heard you say security card. Security guard. <laughs> yeah. No, I know it. Yeah. Um, that's not really a description of this movie. That's a description of the first 10 minutes of this movie. Yeah, that's the tag right. to this movie. And yeah. another one of those uh, trailers that, like, you know, assumes so much knowledge on behalf of David the Dunn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, David Dunn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good old David Dunn. Um, yeah. Um, Let's say Bruce Willis. That'll get people in there. Um, so, yeah, that's the box office top 10. Um, that brings us to the production of the film because there is no comic book background on this cinematic universe. They never had one published uh, after the fact. There wasn't like a prelude style comic for this either. I don't know. <clears throat> I didn't see any. That, that would be a really cool. Alex way. Ross did that poster art. I noticed when we were watching the trailer. Yeah, that was an Alex Ross painting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, I just think that's a missed opportunity, I guess, because it would have been neat to have a little character background on all three of them. And then like I bet if they had a, I bet if there was a studio, they might have done that. Yeah, but yeah. you know, this was all M Night, so merchandising was probably uh, yeah. well. And he seems to look down his nose at comic books, uh, at least from the perspective of this movie. Yeah, which is weird. It is weird because I mean, Shyamalan is a comic book nerd by all accounts. So, 
I don't know. Yeah. I mean, a um, lot of filmmakers are, but yeah, this just didn't seem to like embrace it as a fan. He seemed to dis- dislike the culture of comic books, <laughs> like that surrounds comic books. Yeah. Yes. Like the spandex comment. Yeah, there were a couple of weird things where I was like, what? Spandex isn't in comics necessarily. That's the fail well, the writing like, bringing it to film. The, like Thoreau said, the fanboys that are in the background, but you can hear their dialogue and stuff. That was all very weird. Like, yeah. Like those two friends in the comic book store. That guy's explaining what villains are in comics to that dude who apparently was yeah. in a coma. Yeah, uh, who's never yeah, who, woke up. Who, 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 can't read, maybe. Yeah, can't <laughs> yeah. read. Uh, is in a comic book story yet is unfamiliar with the <laughs> with the concept of comic books, heroes, villains. It's like, <gasps> yeah, Magneto's not villains. a good guy. Hey, what do you mean? Wait a minute, there are bad guys. Bad guys. There are guys Darth who Vader's aren't good. Guys who I would not like if I met them. <laughs> um, and they have plans. They have sinister plans. It's a big world out there, guy. Uh, so, all right. M. Night uh, Shyamalan anyways. wrote and directed this. Uh, it was a uh, real quick. I, yeah. I, I was because it was asked. I was looking at. I just looked up like Unbreakable comics, and there are a lot of um, comic book covers. I don't know if they ever became books themselves, but uh, there's definitely been a lot of like comic book. Uh, art, art done. Um, the fan uh, art or professionally? I uh, no. In the, I mean, in the movie. Oh no, no, no! Outside of the movie is oh. is what I'm saying. Because there are books that were created in the movie and characters. Yeah. And right. Panels. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but also out like outside of the movie, there was a active comics uh, was an in comic. Uh, an in-movie comic from the first Unbreakable. That was like the one that he picked up. It had uh, the the dude fi- like Sentry Man fighting the the tiger guy, mm. and there's a recreation of uh, Overseer fighting the Beast. Um, again, I think it's just like cover art that didn't maybe make it into comics. Um, but yeah, there, there's a lot. I don't know. Look it up. It's kind of interesting. Hmm. Hmm. There's like an overseer, um, the cover anyway, the there's, there's art out there. I don't know if it's, if it's strictly fan art or yeah, I didn't do. Well, if they weren't created for a film, I didn't do, I didn't do my research. So, Hmm. so, all right. Um, thanks Al. The, um, the movie was written and directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Again, um, Joseph Bloom produced it. It's a Bloom house. Um, our cast, we've got James McAvoy back as Kevin Wendell Crumb. Bruce Willis as David Dunn. Samuel Jackson as Elijah Price. Uh, we got Sarah Paulson as Dr. Ellie Staple. Um, I don't think we've seen her before, have we? And on this show, I mean. And, no. Um, she... No. I love her, but not in this. Yeah, yeah, Same. she was kind of in this. Um, yeah, she got her start. Um, oh God, where, where? What did she start with? Um, let's see. She was in. Uh, She's in a lot of Ryan Murphy productions. Yeah, yeah, definitely. She plays Marsha Clark, and it's it's an amazing performance. Really. Um. Oh, she was in uh, American Horror Story. 
Um, that yeah. was she almost was, every season. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, she was in Serenity. I forgot about that. Um, huh. Yeah. Uh, Ocean's Eight, Bird Box. Um, she kind of got her start on Broadway in the '90s and doing TV Bird, roles. Bird Box. <laughs> the worst subscription service ever. <laughs> Every week you get a bird. <laughs> you get a bird. Is it dead or alive? The question is. <laughs> is it, yeah, yeah, who knows? Uh, uh, no complain to us. Complain to USP. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anya Taylor Joy. <laughs> Anya Taylor Joy is back as Casey Spencer Treat Clark. Um, as a back as Joseph Dunn. He the same actor that played the son in the oh the kid yeah, yeah. the kid in the movie. Yeah. Um, Charlene Woodward as Mrs. Price. Um, back from Unbreakable. Um, she uh, what's funny is so. All right, in in Unbreakable, um, she uh, you know, she was hired to play the mother of little Sam Jackson, of little Elijah Price back in whenever that was, sixties or seventies. Um, but she plays the adult uh, Sam Jackson's mother now. She's five years younger than him. Yeah, and you can tell the makeup's not super great necessarily. Um. You really had to suspend disbelief. Yeah, seeing her pretend to be old because she's putting on the affect of that old voice and everything too. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, yeah, uh, Luke Kirby as Pierce the orderly and Adam David Thompson as Daryl the orderly, um, and of course M Night Shyamalan as Daryl. You got to take that D. <laughs> you got to take That's, that D. Let's take that D, man. Let me ask you this: You, you taking any grapeseed oil? <laughs> like, who the fuck? How about you drinking enough water? Like, dude, fuck off! That poor dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look, man, I got a lot of tables. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, and M Night Shyamalan as Jai, the security guard. <laughs> so I actually. I like that cameo. I thought, let your dad take a walk. Jesus. Yeah, it was really weird. He's not a good actor. It was no. It's it really was. Weird. It was funny because it's him, and then they even point to it being him in the original movie too. And and by well, all I, accounts, that's now he's now playing the same. It's the same role in Split. Also, all three movies. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was yeah. the uh, apartment security guy. Mm-hmm. He uh, still is in this. Yeah. Dr. He said someone was murdered. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, Dr. Fletcher, uh, that's it. There's not a whole lot. Um, after split, um, they, um, because unbreakable was owned by Disney. Um, he had to get special, uh, permission from, uh, Disney to, uh, use the character of David Dunn in the, in split. And the deal was that Disney would then, um, through Touchstone Pictures, uh, it was you know, uh, Unbreakable was released. the The uh, uh, deal was that Disney would then get distribution rights internationally for this, which they did through Buena Vista. So, um, so that may have benefited him on the back end a little bit too. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he didn't have to pay for any. You know, he paid for the production, but he didn't pay for any of the the uh, 
distribution or of the promotional costs of it. I'm so, surprised they didn't go for his other characters. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't say, give us glass and split. You can use Daniel Dunn in this movie. Yeah. Because yeah. that's a very Disney move. that shitty yeah. universe. And, like, they're Avengers now. <laughs> uh, Touchstone was gone by this time, right? Yeah, Touchstone folded up some point Still in the 2000s. Does it? Um, no, I... I swear I saw the logo recently. Um, 2017 uh, hmm. is when it became defunct. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so that's about it. Well, it's always owned by Disney. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It was just yeah. absorbed. You just changed the name. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, well, Buena Vista has been their production company since like the 40s. Yeah. Yeah. Like very 50s, long time. Maybe. Very maybe a little early, but a long time. Yeah. That was the, anyways, Buena Vista, California. Yeah. Um, so, um, that's about it. There's not much else to say about this. Um, one interesting note is that the, uh, flashbacks to, um, Unbreakable, um, were all, um, uh, cut footage from the film. So that was, uh, oh, it wasn't reshot. Yeah. It wasn't reshot. Oh, so they didn't de-age. Bruce Willis. That was not de-aging technology. That was actually shot footage, shot. cutting room floor footage from there. Yeah, because he looked he looked weird and different. I guess it's just probably a different lens. Well, I swear that I saw that scene in the original movie where he's like waking up, kind of rubbing his eyes, and the chick sits down. Yeah. Hmm. It don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Obviously, they cut it together with the shot of the dad like sitting on the yep. train, but yeah. Um, but right. yeah, the whole, the, the amusement park scene, um, the scene where the kid comes in and talks to him in bed. Um, yeah. Both of those were, were, uh, uh, scenes that were cut from unbreakable. Hmm. Well, he was working on a budget. Yeah, sure. So it's pretty cool that he was able to use that footage. Yeah, definitely. Considering it's Disney's. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. 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 Hmm. They they definitely had a good deal. They apparently yeah, he's apparently well liked by Hollywood people. So yeah, he seems to be. Yeah. No. All right, there's not much else to say about it, guys. You want to? <laughs> they could have been like, "Who the fuck are you, Roger Rabbit?" Like, <laughs> you're not using any of our film. All right. Uh, um, you guys ready to jump into the movie? Yes. Yeah. Um, hey. Oh wait. Make sure it's nice and dry. I, Superman punch, bitch! <laughs> I season meat. That's all I do. <laughs> With flair, you salt bay. Uh, here we go. Shit about salt bay. <laughs> this <laughs> is glass. Uh, we open on the horde. He's talking to himself. <laughs> <laughs> and he has some prisoners we cut to a title card there's some hoodlums beating up randos it's, for uh, the Patricia. likes yeah it's Patricia Patricia Patricia. yeah that fucking dress man just seeing him bald headed holding his head just it's too much McAvoy I enjoyed Mac I enjoyed this McAvoy oh, oh. character a lot. He's tearing it up. Yeah. I'm sorry. He's acting. 
Yeah. I just he went even that. further in this movie, He's too. He's capital A acting, like just boom, bang, boom, boom. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, yes. No, I just meant that dress in the turtle neck. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's funny. I, I neglected to take account. Um, I kept seeing it on the, the Amazon whatever trivia thing. How many characters he actually played? Mm. They credited him as multiple characters. Yes. Did yeah. I miss that? Yeah, M. Night gave. Uh, yeah, so he's playing all of those. There was quite a few. Of them. It's twenty-four, I think, is what Sarah Paulson says. Is that Over what it two is? Dozen? Twenty-four. Yeah, but there were some we hadn't been really introduced to before. Yeah, we like may have seen him on the computer screen of the first one, but we didn't. Or of there Split. were more females. There was like a hick dude. There all was of a sudden, Spanish like a speaker? cowboy. Yeah, yes. Luke, I think, was his name. Yeah, Luke, the, the shit kicker. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So yeah, the horde. The horde. Yeah. So he's got a. Uh, he has some prisoners. We cut to a title card. Then the hoodlums beat up some randos for the likes. They go home. But what did they call that? The knockout game. Yeah. That was. That was like a 2015-16 kind of. Kind of. It was one of those internet scares that wasn't really as big of a deal as people were making it out to be. Rick Moranis got punched in the face. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Poor Rick. Um, yeah, that sucked. But um, I, I just I just looked it up. Uh, Twenty characters. Uh, James McAvoy uh, is credited wow. in this movie. Nice. Um, so there were still four we didn't see, <laughs> or so in the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> well, the sequel. Well, well, we'll see. Yeah. Um. Spoilers, they're all dead. So, <laughs> anyways. Yeah. Um, Where were we? Yeah. Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> um, then Unbreakable, or the Overseer, or whatever the fuck his name is, David. Let's just Dun- call him Mr. Tiptoe Man. Because <laughs> I don't like the Overseer. No. He's supposed to be the good guy, and they called him the Overseer. Yeah. What was the other one? The Green something? The Float. The float. the float. That's what they said in this movie. But there was another. Oh, there was another one. Uh, the uh, yes, the green, the green something. The green. I feel like I liked that one better than the others. Definitely better than Overseer. Yeah, none of the names Definitely are good. Better I, than Tiptoe. I just think of him as Unbreakable. Yeah. Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, it's alive. Damn it! <laughs> That's it's all a miracle. I hear every time. <laughs> yeah. Unbreakable. Um, Females are strong and still. Uh, so yeah, he follows them home and takes care of them. Um, he goes back to a security business where his son Joseph is his man in the chair. They're looking for the horde. Joseph thinks he's honed in on his general location in a factory. David's planning on looking for him the next day. He goes home and is sad <laughs> for a little while. <laughs> it was just a scene of Bruce Willis sitting, being sad, thinking about his wife, his dead wife. <laughs> So, um, she died in between the movies, right? Yeah, she died in. Yeah, yeah. I think so. They said she had lymphoma. I bet he, I bet he wishes. Years. Go ahead, Josh. I bet he wishes Haley Joel Osment was there then. <laughs> <laughs> Help him talk to his wife. His ghost whisperer. <laughs> yeah, um, he looked good in this. I don't know. I, I I guess he's retiring from acting because he's got some sort of brain, some cognitive issues. Yeah. 
And that's he looked really good. Said, I don't know. I, I like seeing him. I feel bad because apparently he was taking all of these like shitty like red box movie roles over the last five yeah. years because he was trying to finance his his retirement so that like he wouldn't be a burden on his family. And now I feel bad about making fun of him for the last I mean, five years. At the <laughs> same time, he was making a million bucks to show up for an hour. So yeah. I don't feel yeah. that bad. I yeah, do feel that's bad true. that he is has has this mental or this health condition, but uh, at the yeah. same time like I, I wish that yeah. everybody could just make a million bucks for an hour. Yeah, I suppose for just ten years. I suppose he looked if, good. I don't know how to put my finger. No, I, I, yeah, he healthy. He did. He, he looked, looked healthy. Menacing. I, I liked. It was nice seeing I liked that he grew out the side, like because you know he's usually when he's bald, he's bald. So I like that he grew it out and had like the old man look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh, I looked it up. Uh, I found the name. It was the Green Guard. Mm. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's not than as the cool others. as I thought. No, no not, but better yeah. than overseer. Yeah, definitely better yeah. than the overseer. Maybe, maybe the Green Guardian would have. Yeah, the Green like Guardian would have been much better. A little, yeah, a little more gravitas. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's M Night though. Yeah. He gets <laughs> up to it and then like <laughs> throws a rock. Like it's not a three pointer. <laughs> yeah, it's like the village. Brick, I mean, a brick like, throws a brick. Yeah. Yeah. This would have been so cool. Uh, uh, like when you should have zagged. Yep. He's like, you know, I kept thinking, I kept thinking Overwatch every time I, uh, every time I heard Overseer, but, mm-hmm. and then I remembered that was uh, a character from Arrow. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's also uh, a game, right? Yeah. yeah. It'd it be a weird game name for a dude who walks around punching people to be Overwatch because that's generally the sniper in the, Right, is it like the high yeah. position? Overwatch. Oh, yeah. Overwatch was basically uh, Green Arrow's um, like Oracle character. Hmm. Oh, uh, Bastard Green Arrow. So, all right. So, uh, let's see. Meanwhile, the Horde is being Hedwig. He does his whole creepy "We're gonna eat you" thing with his cheerleader hostages. Um, I love watching him on oh, roller I- skates. It was. Was yeah, creepy as hell. Was. Yeah, it was. Um, one thing that we we mentioned it earlier because we said Al was salt pay. What is that in terms of kicking somebody's ass? Like I knew what they meant. I know that guy. Yeah, I know the player, meme. But, but like, well, like I'm gonna get salt pay on you. He's a tiny little guy. I, I don't. It's understand just like how it's, it's the I'm thing. It's the salt. Your meat. Like I'm gonna season he, you. I'm gonna oh, season is it? Your meat. Is it? He's assaulting people. Huh. Oh, I think Brad's right. Even I liked what Al just said, but maybe you're right. Yeah, assaulting. Assaulted. Yeah, or he's styling on them. But I think it's the salt joke. Assault, yeah. like I, think I used to know is. a cop I mean, in my Al... Boy Scout troop who would say assault on an officer. He'd pour salt on himself. Or, or it, grown. it could be that um, M Night Shyamalan saw a meme and didn't understand it because he's a weird old guy and like. <laughs> There's also that. Yeah. Uh, so, um, cut to David's security store. We get the M night cameo. David's going to go out on patrol. Uh, he's treating his father like he has dementia. Yeah, he is. It's like, dad, you shouldn't go out for a walk. No, I'm going to go out for a walk. No, dad, maybe you shouldn't go out for a walk. No, I'm going like, he's getting like kind of aggressive with him. I think that's why M night's character reacts that way. But we know that that the kid's been listening to, police scanners and shit like that. Yeah. And he knows yeah. it's probably not a good idea for him to go on patrol, but yeah. The it seems like are, he's the caretaker of his simpleton father. Police are looking for him pretty aggressively. Yeah. In quote. Which 
in yeah. in my in my mind, M. Night Shyamalan's like, let your dad go out. I I read it as like, oh, I would see this as like, oh, this guy's not safe out on the streets by himself. Don't encourage yeah. him. Yeah, like I think that's what place. was coming across. Yeah, yeah. Buy your cameras oh, or whatever and get out of here. <laughs> Just leave. Yeah, yeah, you don't know what's going on. Stay, Stay out of people's lane. business. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, what's his What's his character's name? Because he named himself. Say Jai. 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 Yeah. Um. So. Uh, <laughs> A lot of mercy. <laughs> Jai. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. He bumps into the horde. He gets a psychic flash. Realizes who he is. He goes and freezes. Okay, so that's bullshit, and it has been since the first movie. Why doesn't he have to physically touch? Like, like through it's through the clothing. Clothing, yeah. Shoulder, shoulder, through the clothing. And secondly, nobody knows. Uh, so a couple people that he was walking past, he touched their hand, but mostly he was touching their arm or sleeve. Nobody notices that shit. Yeah, yeah like, that'd be walking by them. Like sort of whisking his hand by <laughs> like, everybody else. Bro, yeah. if you touch the line yeah. of people, like dude, three or four out of eight is going to be like, "Hey, man, don't fucking touch me!" And his friends are going to yeah. turn around and say, "Yeah, he touched me too." What the hell's yeah. going whoa, on? Whoa, whoa, bro! Yeah, yeah. This whole sequence of him walking around in the streets—what the hell is this city? There are groups of people <laughs> walking around like they're like mascots at Disneyland. Like he. He stops and he looks at the cop kitty corner on the, the street corner across from him. But ahead of him, there's a group of like 20 yeah. people. Like, and not we don't know what they're necessarily. No, they seem like, to be oh, gathered. And I... They were coming from a factory. It was uh, it was the end of a shift at the in the right in the factory. Because he said, yeah, that, he does mention like... that, but they're sort of gathered, you know. I don't know. Yeah. I thought we were going to see what they were looking at. And then, like you said, the cop was across. Yeah. Anyway, it looked like they were they were showing us that he's going to show something on film. Yes, it was weird. This whole thing was was just like I was confused by the blocking of the whole thing. Throws the opening tag was funny because this looks like the neighborhood Patty's Pub. Is it? (laughs) Well, it does. So I mean, M Night famously films in Philly, and this is a super heavy Philly film. So um, yeah, that's that's (laughs) that's why the always sunny reference, but um. Um, the blocking and some of the shots in this movie were really weird for a dude that I thought was generally a pretty good director, if nothing else. Um, yeah. And I feel like part of it's the, I, I'll keep coming back around to this. I feel like it's the editing because you could show us I that, almost said that and, yeah. not, and not linger on it as long. And I would not question it, but we lingered on this group of people and he stops so conspicuously and stares yes. at the cop. Mm-hmm. Right. And I thought there was going to be a victim of the horde or like, yeah. you know, uh, Hedwig. Like something. somebody who fell from the bridge that they were under. Something, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, right. it was weird. It was confusing. Yeah. So David goes. No, you know what a factory lets out. You got to do the buddy system crossing the street. <laughs> all right. Find your buddy. We're going to cross. The street. Yeah. Are they all walking to that bar from it's it's always uh, sunny? Is that like where they're headed? He says something about transportation. He says something about it's like peak hmm. traffic time. Yeah. Like they're all getting out and hitting the mass transit. System. Also, there's not that many people on the street. There oh, should have probably been I thought they were people. looking at something. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. Anyways, we could linger on this forever because I yeah. was jarred by yeah. this whole thing. So um, David goes and frees the cheerleader while the horde kills some homeless guys. Um, yes. Okay. 
I have a point there. I'm sorry. Living in a wheelchair in a sewer tunnel is not suffering. These people haven't paid their dues morally. Do you right? know what I mean? Like he attacks people who haven't suffered in life. And then he goes under there to like, I don't know if it's practice or feed, but it's like dudes in a wheelchair addicted to heroin underground. He's not the 1%. <laughs> yeah. Also his friends, the, the people that are with the dude in the wheelchair, they're good folks. Uh-huh. Because they are carrying their buddy down whatever steps, and, right. you know. And you can I saw passage on the to get in there. Subtitles, you can hear their conversation. They're obviously talking about drugs. Like you're taking it all for yourself. Share so you know. So okay, they're drug addicts. But the horde's whole thing is suffering. The beast yeah. uh, will kneel before the broken. Uh, to quote him, <laughs> it wasn't but, necessarily clear that he killed them, but it wasn't I mean, also wasn't clear that he would have done anything else. Yeah. I don't know right. what else yeah. he would have, have been done. doing there. What's also yeah, I don't know, in front of them. I don't know why they showed us that. Neither do I, especially since the timing, totally especially since it then makes the timing really weird because David shows up to free the cheerleaders while he's down there. And then he shows up to interrupt David uh, saving the cheerleaders. Yeah. So it's like, where was like, he got well, back so fast from killing the homeless people. Right. And the last time we saw him moments before, he was Hedwig walking down the street and listening to music and dancing and bopping. And then you're right. Then the cheerleader shit and the tunnel. Like, when did that all happen? Yeah, it was all. He was Hedwig when he went down. Is it an in-universe thing where he has to kill somebody to bring the beast out? Like one of his other identities killed the homeless people? But he was the beast. beast. No, he was the beast. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't at first. Then he transformed in front of them. Why is he not just killing the cheerleaders? Yes. He's going to kill homeless people while he has perfectly good cheerleaders at home. As cool as haven't suffered. That haven't suffered like a tunnel drug addict has. Yeah. This opening sequence is great, but it fucking wanders. Uh Uh-huh. This could have been been super super tight and got us to the to the movie, but it yeah. wanders, man. Yeah, when, I ask so when, many questions. So, all right. David finally discovers Hedwig. It's it's a compelling scene. It is. It yeah. is. All right. But so that's the only one. <laughs> so, um, he. Sh- so, okay. Uh, the horde shows back up before they can escape. David and the horde fight. What was up with the weird POV like shots of them? Oh yeah, the gyroscope. That the was gyroscope so shot. weird and not good. Yeah. Like I did not like I that. Did like a- I like the I good old fashioned table toss, though. Yeah. Oh, the girl that he hit is the daughter from uh, Space Force. Yes, the cheerleader. Oh, huh. Which made that me was laugh. hilarious. I did She's laugh so when he got hit Space by a table. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and not only do they fight, they table fight for a few yeah. seconds there. Yeah, They're they throwing throw that a table at each other. Table toss. Yeah. Uh, I feel days. like those those POV shots were inspired in some way by Marvel's Handycam kind of vibe. Like, mm. I feel like he was trying to update his yeah, no, but it's film language. But he's more than anything else because it gives yeah. you that weird fish. I, I think of, yeah, like well, when a character's been on drugs before I, they use that. I think character. of that like, when it's Ooh. used well, it looks like action. When it's used poorly, it looks funny. What it reminded me of is a lot of, of, of a lot of shitty um, 2000s, like ghost reality shows where they'd be going through haunted houses and shit. Right. With the. Yeah. Um, with the GoPro stuck to their yeah, that's what it reminded me of more than anything it's, else. I, yeah, I think it's always a comical type device. Yeah. I don't find it dramatic at all. It, no, it suddenly makes it goofy. 
ah, two guys grappling. Yeah. It yeah. It was it's a, not for dramatic effect. Yeah. It was a bad choice. Um so anyways, they crash through a window to the street outside where they find themselves surrounded by cops and a psychiatrist who has the cops take them to a mental hospital called Ravenwood. Joseph hears all of this over the radio. His dad wears to communicate with him on patrol. Ravenhill. Yeah. Ravenhill Memorial? Or yeah. Raven? Ravenhill Memorial. I just Memorial. know from all the um, cop, you know, like videos I watch and true crime and shit that SWAT teams definitely would respond to a psychiatrist <laughs> in an apprehension situation. Well, oh, and they already have a flashy thing. Yeah. They already know that that. Uh, yeah, they cordoned off the ever area. Why does he close his fucking eyes? Why doesn't he ever just close his fucking eyes? It's a sensory just thing. Take off his pants and put them on his fucking head, man. Yeah. Yes. Just, just do this. Just to get past. <laughs> yeah. Just put close your eyes and keep walking forward. Yeah, you're at a slight disadvantage, but their whole mechanism to keep you in prison would not work. But just so, having okay. a guy in front of the light was enough. It's still going around the edges of the guy. So clearly closing your eyes or putting your hands over your face would work. It would work. Um, why weren't they read their rights and like arrested and brought into the justice the justice system? Well, like, I know that's like a that's a big right. ask. I assume it's all because what was David charged with? I understand why he would be taken in to be questioned because he was caught with the horde. And I know they suspect him of being the green like guard assault, or whatever. I guess. Is that it? I guess. But he, like, not, he wasn't really people? caught in the act. He, he did yeah. commit. He does commit crimes but by beating up people and if they suspect him of these crimes. But I think this whole thing was engineered because she was part of that. Again, spoilers, everybody. The, but the we're going cabal. through. This. She was part of the secret society that secretly rules yeah. fighting superheroes. Yeah, so the court she, of owls. Yeah, she, his deep world. state. Yeah, she was. She was using that power to get them taken there. The Cloverleaf Gang, the yeah. Lucky Charms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that like they they have the same secret tattoo as every drunk dude in Boston. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Like the noters and bartenders have that tattoo. Oh my god, everyone in Boston has that. Yeah, every white person in Boston. So, all right, three leaf clover, three, four, whatever you need, (laughs) however many you got. You think every tattoo is top notch in Boston? There's some three leaf clovers out there. You know who's top notch, though, is is, uh, Paulie down at top notch. Top notch yeah, tattooing. He's pretty good. <laughs> he's pretty good. Three and a half. Yeah. All right. So we meet Dr. Staple, the psychiatrist. She's set up a room with a water thing for David that's going to spray him with the water. It's like cats. Uh, cats that are Super soaker sex. prison cell. Yeah. What the fuck is this? Well, it's all been retrofitted and all. She put all the cameras. My point being, not very covert. She's got a lot of financing, a lot of on the books trans. Is actually calling camera security company. Yeah. So, water. This was disappointing to me because this raised the question that I I texted you guys while I was watching this. How the hell does he shower? Yeah. It's like water on his skin is his weakness. Like, does he sponge bath or like like alcohol? I understand being very careful. I understand being submerged in water can be his weakness, like in a pool. Yeah. But simply being wet. I would love to have that be. A pressurized tank that they rapidly filled with water and then flooded or and then flushed or blast him back. That's what it looked yeah. like because they are very high pressure nozzles. 
Yeah, you know? yeah. They, they um, were they were high power water like hoses. Yeah. Pressure right, washers. It, right. So I would yeah. I would think like blasting them back like a fire hose, but no, it was to just to get them wet. Yeah, to get them wet. Because there were dra- there were drains in the floor. It wasn't to even like submerge them or make a tank. They, they just got to get water up his nose. That's it. <laughs> Um, they're like, like my dogs when I try to get them back. We're gonna just baptize running you away today. <laughs> uh, yeah, trying to get away like a dog. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you gotta express his butthole. <laughs> Let us not forget the answer. My answer to your question, Brian. Uh, how does how does he take a shower? Very carefully. Very careful. You think his son helps? Uses wet wipes. <laughs> his son helps little... bathe him. Oh God! But you're right. You're right because it's just the the contact with water. It's a terrible, terrible. Maybe he just stinks. Loophole. Yeah, could be. So he's wearing a poncho. <laughs> and what a man does inside his poncho is his own business. <laughs> a man's poncho is his kingdom. Breathe. Yeah. Oh God. Uh. So yeah. Um. Kevin has the flashing lights, which just every time the light flashes, he turns into a new person. Yeah, like it's remote controlled. You can literally do that. So, Instead of him having like an episode of stimuli, you know, like an overload, it's literally like a remote control. Yeah. Oh, you don't like that character? Here's a new one. Yeah. Instead uh, of him having a visceral reaction like people who do get overstimmed do, you know, they yeah. get physically ill. They have a reaction. They don't just be change their mood. I, I, I'm curious what, because McAvoy did a lot of research and a lot of work on developing this character. He obviously did, yeah. Multiple characters within this one physical body, whatever, with different mannerisms. I wonder if he pushed back on this idea at all and was like, yo, this seems weird that it's just a yeah. switch. You've read this, right? Because I've done quite a bit of research for both of these movies now. Yeah, it's that lazy storytelling that M. Night gets himself. It is very lazy. and He I doesn't don't... have to. He could be a good film. Storytelling. Yeah. Uh, I don't think this explains things away, but uh, she, I believe she specifically called them hypnosis lights. <laughs> okay. They could have swung like a big, uh, a big rock in front of the door. Well, we also right. just saying his name three times summons him as summons <laughs> Kevin true. like Beetlejuice or yep. Bloody Mary. <laughs> but there was, a, there was the big thing about the, the, um, the personalities coming into the light. Yeah. Like they're that metaphor yeah. that so many times. It works as a metaphor. Also, I have one question about the the cell itself. Why not put these lights behind a cage? Why are they just open to him yeah, to close his the, eyes? That's the barrier keeping him yeah. Unplug things. Yeah, why are why aren't they all around the room? Why are why when he, if he starts to get violent, why doesn't it just like <laughs> And why, yeah, and why, or like in front of the door, like you have to swing them to the side when you open the door. Yeah. (laughs) Right. I I would have liked a Harley Quinn style cage. There's a caution sticker. They're like, look, the beast cannot cross this line. (laughs) That is common knowledge. (laughs) Everybody Also, just this single door for this serial killer. There's a single door to his cell. Yeah. He's not heavily sedated. (laughs) No. no, and they have one orderly at a time watching him. <laughs> That's it. And they let the door swing wide, man. Because remember Multiple when he and times. David and, and uh, Kevin see each other, yeah. it's like a fucking 
saloon door. <laughs> yeah, that's rule number forever one. to come back. Yeah, don't These open two doors at the same time. And close raised them. in a barn. That's yeah, right. like having two dogs like seeing each other, and all of a sudden they start barking well, and, too. I'm not an expert, but I think you want prison doors to slam. I don't think you want them on one of those hydraulic <laughs> right, deals like closed. stores have where it's right. slow, like it's a port. But also, there's so <laughs> like, many. Let it slam. We see You're there, not going to break it. We see there are so many employees and so many other uh, residents of this thing, but there's only one right. employee at a time for the night shift. For Where's some the reason. doctor? She said she had three days. But yet she's taking a lot of downtime, meeting <laughs> with people, sitting in front of her iMac, you know, <laughs> three days, three days. Watching. True- Maybe they don't need eight hours of sleep. Maybe you got a job to do. Watching true crime documentaries while she drinks yeah, tea. Right. <laughs> tea yeah. It's one o'clock. She has a bubble bath. Um, so, all right. Um, yeah, so we discovered that Elijah, Mr. Glass, is in the hospital, too. We catch up with Casey from Split. She's informed that Kevin's been captured. She lives with a foster family now. Um, my favorite part was that we actually got the real closure that Casey got away from her uncle. <laughs> that yeah. yeah, it's the best part of the movie, I think. Yeah, uh, that was a complaint we had big time, mm-hmm. was that they just left that. That they weren't clear that that's what was happening, that it was so, so subtle. Very much right. a loose end. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, then. But her Stockholm syndrome was weird. Yeah. Obviously, she's a compassionate character, but like a lot of shit happened in between movies, apparently, <laughs> where well, she's like, oh. And she's wearing a zoo like jacket them. at some point. So, like, she went back to the zoo and, like, <laughs> goes to the zoo. Now she right. works at the zoo. Maybe. maybe? Yeah. That's what I thought. I don't know. But it's not the empowered character we left. No, it's not. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like we, we complimented how powerful she ended up at the end of that movie. And in this one, she's sort of a fan girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kevin. Shyamalan doesn't do well with characters and developing them. No, he does not. As we see throughout oh, she, this she movie has with every single character. Stockholm syndrome. Like, how do yeah. you develop it post rescue? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. that's actually Minsk syndrome. Not yeah, I was going to say that's Geneva syndrome. Like, uh, you know what? I liked that guy after all. Uh, so, all right, back in the hospital. Say what you want. <laughs> back in the hospital, Kevin has a thing with an orderly. Elijah's mom visits Elijah and has a chat with Doctor Staple. And Doctor Staple tries to convince David he's not a superhero. Um, then she visits Kevin for a while. The horde gets obsessed with David. Joseph visits Ravenwood and tries to convince Dr. Staple. Kevin, Kevin's Kevin's appeal is so weird. This is he is no longer a child. He is a grown ass man who has been helping his father stop crime, but he walks in like he is nine years old. Oh Joseph. Oh Joey. Uh, oh was Joseph. Oh Joseph. I'm thinking of the wrong Yeah, Kevin Ke- Kevin is the he's the true identity of the horde. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Kevin Wendell Crumb is yeah. the actual. Yeah. Child. Sorry. Sorry. I'm getting ahead of my skis here. No, we knew what you meant. So yeah. 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 So yeah, jo- yeah. Go ahead. It doesn't seem like an adult's appeal to an authority figure. It's very. Much no, cool. it's like a principal and a student. Yeah. No. Yeah. And, and he's like 30s. He's like in his early 30s at this point. Why is he talking like he's 15 years old? And he was like totally into it, bro. Yeah. 
Like, yeah. What well, the fuck? And he's had and a he's see, He has seen his father for years and years do what he does. Mm. And, and he has he shares shows, in the responsibility. Yeah. You know, like he's the Oracle character. At, yeah. As guy in the chair. Yeah. And, yeah guy in the well, chair. and this was su- this was supposed and So he's seen his father do these feats, mm-hmm. but then she shows so much like uh suspicion in his brain in like a three minute meeting. Which again, she should be working. She's got three fucking days to right. work with these patients, but, but she doesn't. Yeah, but also like yeah, and his like Brian was saying, his appeal to it is really bad. And um, this was supposed to be like a comedic scene in some ways, or at least start off comedic. It was not funny, not even a little bit. I don't think M Night Shyamalan yeah. is at all good at any comedy whatsoever levity yeah he's bad at no it. the only line in the movie that made me chuckle was his line the you know let your dad take a walk <laughs> and that's not that funny of a line but you know, yeah yeah uh, fact <laughs> really no, it's not him that's being funny it's joseph and uh, david you know yeah. like you can walk next week i'd really like to walk you know <laughs> yeah but the funniest line M. Night wrote was his own there. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing else in this movie has levity. So um, but, that, then yeah. uh, we find out that David's wife died from lymphoma five years earlier. Um, Casey visits Ravenwood, gets to talk to yep. the Horde, trying to convince... And he had a sixth sense moment in his kitchen. Yeah. Um, right. Trying to convince them. Uh, she tries to convince the Horde to give up the light to Kevin. She's unsuccessful. Dr. Staple tells Elijah they're going to conduct a brain procedure on him. <laughs> and then that they've installed cameras everywhere. Elijah is found by they're some orderlies in a hallway. Fake. They're going to shoot a laser at his frontal lobe through his skull? Yes. Right. It would appear so. In a par- yeah. This is the most 1970s no. science ever. Yeah. Oh, just bullshit, mate. Yeah. yeah. Like, it won't change anything about you. Except what it changes. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are you talking well, and also, about, lady? You can't do brain surgery through a skull with a laser without cutting the skull open. Like, absolutely. It's why we have a skull. Yes, and also lasers <laughs> don't that protect that brain. It's like he was that's, like, it's not even a laser, right? It was like stop lasers. Yeah, to stop lasers. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> what? Yes. The six day it's, god party. It's little. It's little known, but in Latin, skull means laser stopper. Um, <laughs> Darwin, look it up. Uh yeah. The laser thing was so stupid. Um, as part of her final evaluation, uh, she brings them together. And she tells each of them that there's explanations for their seemingly superhuman abilities. David and Kevin's personalities become confused, and Elijah remains catatonic. Um, all ethical considerations are thrown out the window in this scene. We're going to bring all three of these mentally ill people into a room together, and I'm going to tell them all simultaneously oh my what God, they believe is dealing- bullshit. And have them, right. and then I'm going to question them individually in front of each other. Individually in front of each other. Uh, also, at first, Casey's like, "Can I see him?" And she's like, "No, that's crazy. You're the victim." And then apparently, she talks her into it. And then she has a complete turnaround. She's like, "I need you to work on this project with me." Yeah, but she doesn't let Where the kids the ad- see his father. <laughs> right. The family relation. You're right. And also, she only has You're three right, days for that scene. 
Shyamalan yeah, is like days. improvising this plot as he goes along. He's like, I got a great idea. I just didn't write any of it down. You guys just follow me around. <laughs> that is his MO. Yeah. yeah. We, we got a mental hospital for the week. <laughs> it's like in the Seinfeld episode or even Kenneth Parcell, but like, it, it's like he takes notes when he's woken up in the middle of the night. Yes. And then the next day, it's just like, this just says bird internet. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right. Um, Casey and Joseph visit a comic book shop to do some research. <sighs> we get a Googling montage. <laughs> Joseph Googles Kevin's yes. parents. We get a montage of him Googling. Of Googling, yeah. <sighs> How he finds out, looking the links and shit. And he has an OMG moment. Yes. He's all, oh, yeah. He even says, oh, my God. <sighs> Um, that- and so does Elijah. I feel like both of their right. I mean, like that is an interesting coincidence that his dad was on the train. I'll give them that. But yeah. like, a, <gasps> yeah, <gasps> like it was a huge commuter train. Lots of people are on that. The odds are not astronomical. It's a coincidence. Yeah, I don't know. Everyone acted like it is his dad. Like some a secret that would be like. Like Girl his blessing. dad was like the well, one who like invented superpowers or something like, like something huge. Oh yeah. How does he right. not know that his dad, does he know his dad died on a train? No, because earlier he says he went to get me help or something like that. And he just yeah. left. And never, I guess his mom never no, told him. He, and he never put it together. Even though the last time he saw his dad was on a train. Yeah. And his dad was saying, gee, I sure hope this train doesn't crash. Watch the news. <laughs> Me too, son. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, all right. Um, that night, Elijah escapes from his room and then he Googles <laughs> some stuff and looks through Wait. their files. He goes back in time to hackers and uses like he writes. He's like furiously typing lines of code right yeah, yeah. to stream all that shit yes to do the you, streaming uh, send the, yeah to do the streaming of the, the security cameras yeah yeah he he hacks it convoluted the... yes you're right <laughs> like on screen hacking that shows how old Shyamalan is yeah it, it does but and like and he's super intelligent because he doesn't have to look at the keyboard <laughs> well and he can just write well and I don't write code for a living, but I've like fucked around <laughs> computer code. Look, um, I'm no doctor. I don't care how smart you are. You have to run that shit and be like, oh, did I type everything right? No, I put a comma where I should have put a semicolon. Damn, damn it. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, that is like, true. Yeah. I, t- I, little... I don't care how brilliant you are. Your fingers type differently than what your brain wants. Yes. Yeah, I, fat, fat finger can happen to yeah. anyone. I type formulas and codes all day long, and I have to go back and fix it on a nonstop basis. And for those well, of you who don't know our listeners, Throw is a supervillain. It's true. I'm just a very he's bad he's one. Intellect. Mr. Cardboard. <laughs> Last name Cardboard, first name Mr. <laughs> no one's first name is Mr. You dumb son of a bitch. I know that's your code name. Except Mr. T. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. Very fair. Yeah. You're right. Son of a bitch. I sit corrected. So, all right. So, um, <laughs> and we pity you for it. He visits Kevin. That, uh, that was, I'm sorry. That was the, uh, that was all I could think about when, whenever he yeah. said, said first, first name, name Mr. Mr. Last name Glass. It's like, 
like Mr. T. Like, <laughs> the fool just get out of this psych ward. Good for I would you, love Elijah. for that to have been his Good response. For you, Your name's Mr. Like Mr. T as the door shuts. <laughs> that would have been really funny. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. Um, Mr. Misty. So then Elijah visits Kevin and says he's been feigning his sedated state. He plans to escape, but he uh, needs the help of the beast. The next morning. He needs beast mode. His villainous (laughs) plan includes shitting himself. Yes. Just like Ted Nugent's plan. (laughs) Uh, One would say that Elijah becomes the beast master. Um. <laughs> oh, swinging uh-huh. that stick around. Like he's like, I will call you Pogo or Polo. <laughs> oh, Podo. Pogo. <laughs> Popo. Uh, so, folks, listen to our Beastmaster episode. You will not be disappointed unless you are. Yes. Uh, the next you're a fan of the movie Beastmaster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the next morning, Doctor Still a fan. I'm still a fan. I'm still a fan. And I feel like we were appropriately rev- reverent. Yeah. I mean, for what Beastmaster deserved, sure. <laughs> I mean, we did sort of rip tear through that episode. <laughs> uh, the next morning, Dr. Staple sees surveillance footage of Elijah outside his room. So she does the lasers on his head. <laughs> She's like, we're moving the procedure up. We're gonna. What l- does it do? It lasers. Not a lobotomy. It lasers it him. Not change him at all. If anything, it seemed to light a fire under his ass. Where he's like, "All right, let's do this." Well, because he did made it, it do like, nothing to him. It did nothing because well, he gave him he a changed, flashback. Oh, did he change? The he little changed thing? the thing so it before? wouldn't do anything to him. Yeah, he he oh, sabotaged that was, see, it. That editing was confusing. I thought that was after the procedure. No, he sabotaged it. That's why it didn't okay. do anything to him. Yeah, poorly but, illustrated, but makes perfect sense. Yeah, but also, if what was it supposed to? If do? he if he hadn't done that, lasers still don't do anything to your head. And how do? Yeah, how does she measure the results? If you can fake it, you know what I mean. And she's like, ah, oh, excellent, it worked. Whatever this is, <laughs> yeah, like this roof on his forehead. Stupid. Yeah, but it doesn't leave a mark. It doesn't leave a mark on your head. What is that laser doing to a brain? Are they nothing? Like gamma rays? Is it radiation? Goes through the eye. Good vibes. Uh, so <laughs> psychiatry lasers. So during <laughs> freak has a bunch of them. What? Uh, during the procedure, he has a memory of. Breaking bones. Yes, at the like, carnival when he was a kid. At the carnival. Yeah. Uh, on. Did you catch the name of the the ride? Yeah, the the dark something or other. Dark it's cyclone. A, it's a tilt a whirl. Tilt a whirl. Yeah, it's like it's the teacup ride. Yeah, there's nothing evil going on here. I, I also wish wanted they had to see it like the coffee those, cup or something. Something like that. The stir. Yeah. The stir master. The, <laughs> The glass the, breaker. The dark cyclone implies that it's a a ride that is quite the experience. Like, yeah, right. It's all something it's, wicked this way comes. Kind it of. Sh- you it know. should be an innocent ride. That Evil carnival. Are are, are yeah. easily able to ride comfortably and have a good time. But dark cyclone. Yeah, it's a ride for five year olds. Yeah, dark yeah. cyclone is the coolest name anything in this movie gets. Right. So like, ominous. I want. Wanted yeah. to see how he won those giant lion stuffed animals. Takes uh, a while to get to that size. Yeah, he's a genius. I would have loved to see that. I immediately thought yeah. that too. Like, where did where did he get these? Because it was, was his he... master plan, obviously. You know, yeah. make a cushion, tie his sweater. Yeah, 
and he'll be. So he fine. won those fucking lions on his own because his mom joins him later. <laughs> yes, he was a carnival. On yeah, his own. where he was she when he was child. getting on that ride? I guess he lost. She's like, "Let me get some funnel cake. Try not to break every bone in your body." She was too afraid of the dark cyclone. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "I have a dark cyclone. You can go. You can <laughs> go well, your father calls it my dark cyclone, but <laughs> my dark cyclone." Every 28 days. <laughs> oh, my God. So, um, yeah. Uh, then when he gets back to his room, he kills an orderly. Um, r- revealing with a piece of glass. With a piece of glass. glass. He's like, oh, what does he say? I had a bitch-ass hard time. <laughs> Finding, Finding the right one. Or it took a bitch-ass long time. <laughs> Yeah, it just seemed like a Sam Jack thing to say. Yeah. Just, to find the right piece. Yeah. The right piece. Um, but it's a metaphor because he's glass and it's broken glass and split has shattered and oh man yeah so he goes Symbolism. he frees Kevin makes some friends with a number of his personalities the beast takes the light and Elijah tells him they should go fight David in the tallest building in the city which is opening the next day in order to show the public that their powers are real I wish they had done it Kong style <laughs> and the beast just scaled that fucking and then start swatting pipelines Um, they show us this building briefly and it has a uh, a a ticker Uh at the top at the top yeah yeah where you would have to be in a plane or at an equal size there's no buildings around to see that from you can't see it from the ground to see what the temperature was right you put you put windows on the top floor because the view is incredible. You don't yeah, put a, that's a LED screen. Yeah, a bank ticker. I, yeah, an old school bank. I ticker can't bank believe ticker. that that the climax of this movie took place in a parking lot. Oh, I can. <laughs> yeah, a twenty million dollar <laughs> actually. Yeah, budget. I was going to say twenty million. There are like five locations in this. Yeah, um, this is very like Deadpool uh, energy. Just, where like, I forgot all the guns. Well. <laughs> I got six bullets. Fuck it. Well, I was thinking Deadpool too. The uh, the parking lot of the school. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 M Night Shyamalan lives by the maximum effort uh, <laughs> philosophy, I guess. <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, yeah, he's a confusing guy. All right. All right. So, yes, they. Um, he invites David to come and try and stop them, telling them that he's turned the water off in his room. <laughs> <laughs> he has to give him uh, 24 hours notice before he turns the water off, though, so he can enter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is this toilet just full of dookie? There's no water in it. <laughs> um, did we did we mention the sleight of hand thing, how he's been taking the pills that he should have been taking? Yeah. Uh, swapping them out <laughs> with, the secret with aspirin. Compartment. Yeah. Is, I guess when he was admitted to this psych ward, they let him bring his own wheelchair. With his own secret compartment. Yeah. And then they never yeah, looked for secret procedure. compartments in his wheelchair. They're like, we got to stop buying the wheelchairs that have secret compartments in it. That is just a bad psych ward practice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Order the regular ones. <laughs> so his other superpower is pickpocketing. Yeah. Yeah. Mouthing his meds. Uh, yeah. I worked with lots of kids who knew how to do that. <laughs> yeah. So um, the second orderly arrives, the one that wants to give everyone the D, and uh, he gets killed also. Um, David. Break- by, the, by the beast, right? By the beast. The beast kills he him. He hugs him to death. <laughs> yes. He gives him, <laughs> he gives him yeah. the hug of yeah. death. He's always squeezing. 
<laughs> he just loves too much. He's, did, he's like Lenny. Yeah, <laughs> just too much. <laughs> We've talked about how that is possible, but for the height and weight proportions of James McAvoy, he shouldn't be able to do it to everyone and anyone. No, but he has superpowers. Like, I don't think he could get... Like, I don't think he could crush me. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> I like that you demonstrated it for its visual. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure our joke. podcast and the listeners will enjoy that. I have a very broad chest. It's hard to see. Um, <laughs> Tell me about the rabbits, Mr. Glass. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Uh, so um, David breaks out of his room while Kevin and Elijah take forever getting out of the hospital. David gets his poncho back. Uh, they go through the bay. Basement. Yes. To be seen by as many cameras. We find that out later. We find that out later. David gets his poncho back. (laughs) (laughs) That That sounds like a subtitle to a chapter. Chapter three, David gets his poncho back. That was the sequel to How Stella Got Her Groove Back. How David gets his poncho back. (laughs) David got his poncho back. It was in The Lost and Found. be that one, too. Yeah, well, he gets it, and then it he's was. running in it, and he just yeah. runs so funny in this poncho, and people are watching him. No one's like, "We should stop that." No, guy. it's it's M Night's clever way of doing a cape. Yeah, which I will give him credit for. The costume design is a neat idea. Like, dude's weakness is water. He wears a poncho, and the simplicity and necessity yeah. of it. There's yeah, that all makes sense. there's some Lucasian so, stuff here. It where makes the- more sense than sitting and sewing yourself. With- Go ahead. Uh, yeah. I was just going to say, there's some Lucasian stuff here where, like, there's some good ideas that are just executed terribly. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. It happens to him a lot. Yeah. So you need a script doctor and an editor. Yep. yep. Bird internet. <laughs> Bird. He just takes notes and ideas he had. Yeah. It's like, it's the trees. <laughs> it's the trees. So, all right. Um, so David breaks out of a room, gets his poncho. Casey, Mrs. Price, and Joseph meet up with Dr. Staple, trying to convince her that superpowers are real. The Beast ends up killing some security guards while they escape the hospital, put some hostages in a van. Dr. Staple figures out what Elijah's plan is, and she informs the police. In the parking lot, more security arrives, just as the Horde and Mr. Glass are here, uh, about to leave with the van. The Beast attacks them. Casey, Joseph, and Mrs. Price all come outside to find the Beast killing them. Then David arrives, and he and the Beast fight. This fight is is so bad. It's terrible. And what's funny is, like, the footage they were showing of them fighting at the end, like, on from the security cameras, looked so much cooler than the fight itself while it was happening for us. Yeah. Yeah. The tossing people are, and which why is there I think no is cover on that water tank? Why is there a tarp? What is that why water is tank just for? A tarp? Is that the water tank for his bedroom? It is, yeah. Yes, because she mentions that it is that there's a fifteen hundred gallon, you know. Uh, but why is there no? Yeah, uh, I don't know. From an OSHA perspective, that is just bad news. <laughs> yes, it is. Well, yeah, there's there's going to be a lot of dead birds in there. <laughs> First off, well, yep. and that water, is so, <laughs> yep. that water is so brown. Are they spraying it with just dirty water? <laughs> apparently, yeah. Apparently, it captures rainwater and run off from the roof. It's got <laughs> no lid. So much bird shit. In that. <laughs> They're just so gonna much. spray one of their patients with that water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's the bacteria? To... It's like a science pit. 
There has to be birds in it. It's, it's in the science, science tech. The science pit. <laughs> World-class medical care. This is in America, right? Yeah, this is in Philly. So this is what you get yeah. with American like insurance. Said, this doctor who's off the books and part of a secret society like just retrofitted this whole hospital that is a functioning hospital. Because she's like, move all the other patients. So this is, yeah. Yeah. Def- definitely the way a secret covert operation. Right. Well, so, okay. And then the police arrive. And they apparently didn't bring any tasers, pepper spray, or guns. Just plastic <laughs> shields. Just shields. That's all they the police guns. brought. <laughs> it's they fight with brotherly love. <laughs> this was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. That is one hundred percent not anything the police would do to these guys that are clearly violent and not listening. Pepper spray them. No. Tase them. Don't run up to them with That's, shields. Yeah. A concussion what? grenade. Tear gas. Uh, the blocking but, for this scene is so weird to me because we get Anya Taylor Joy's character. What's her name? Casey. 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 She she runs up to these cops and is like, "No, wait, there's still no, good in no. him." And uh, <laughs> yes. the son is like standing there with glasses, mom, and they're just watching. Like, wouldn't each of these characters be like, the kid would go to his dad and say, "Dad, don't fight yeah. out here." Right, sort of stand this, between them. Yeah, you're going to get shot by the cops when they show up. And like the mom would be like, son, this seems a little evil. Yeah, this Doesn't whole... This I didn't ho- raise you to be like this. This whole scene... Oh, she, this whole she seems to accept his evil. It's just weirdly blocked, yeah. weirdly edited, weirdly put together. Weird, like, everything is so... It's bad. It's bad. And again, it, it's kind of like the Hulk was in the bathroom thing, like, there's a lot of people standing around watching while things are unfolding and then they spring into action and then they stop and something else unfolds. Yeah. You know, David pushes four cops into uh, a storage container. Yes. Right. And then spins 50 seconds bending a bar. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The bar would have been fine. I'm just trying to save you. Like they can't get out on their own. Period. And, the two people that they're trying to apprehend willingly, not willingly, but put themselves in a water tank and the cops don't rush over to try to keep them in the tank or contain that. They wait until David punches a hole in it and they, you know what I mean? There's his a lot son, of sitting around behind the camera. Just people. Just his son knows that water is his weakness and his dad yeah. just got tossed into a tank and he's not like, oh no, my dad's going to die in that water tank. He's just or like chatting it, with the mom. Yeah, being worse in the tank is everyone's yeah. weakness. Yeah, drowning, <laughs> drowning's also my weakness. Yes, that's yeah, my weakness too. It gets me every time. One of them, anyways. I, there's others I have, like getting shot or yeah, yeah gravity. <laughs> uh, so all right. Um, then I just would rush over to the tank and and you know at least be ready for them to come out. Not be like, like try and blood. find a re- release valve or something, you know. Just, like his son could have done that. Just surrounding the tank. <laughs> just surrounding the tank. Yeah. Nope. So, yeah. so all right. So um, Joseph reveals to Kevin that the tank breaks. Um, or no, wait, no, no. This is before the tank. Joseph reveals to Kevin that his dad died on the train that David was on in Unbreakable. So Elijah was responsible for killing Devin, Kevin's dad, thus putting him in the situation to be abused by his distraught mother. Kevin kills Elijah or attacks him anyways, gives him a fatal blow. Um, then they go into the tank. They fight in the water. The tank breaks. They fall out. 
Um, Casey manages to bring Kevin's original personality into the light. Then a sniper shoots him while a SWAT officer drowns David in a flooded pothole. And then gives him CPR. Yeah. Well, yeah. and the kid watches we his see dad a, we get see murdered. A of the cop doing chest. Yes, he watches him being just drowned in a puddle. Yeah, just stands there and watches it. This yeah. is an None escaped of this mental sense. patient, folks, who really did only did damage to the other mental patient you were there for. And as far but as you we know, this man found him in a puddle. <laughs> he hasn't been charged with a crime. No, no, I don't know what he was arrested for. Yeah, the, yeah, this, uh, this. Uh. If he wasn't in yep. that situation, they wouldn't have gotten him. That cop he had, had to. Too. He's from Boston with the lucky. Uh, yeah, clover, the cop had the or the unlucky yeah. clover. <laughs> a regular clover. The unlucky Just clover. A clover. A weed. <laughs> Uh, so um, they all just die. Elijah dies in his mother's arms. David dies in the puddle. Kevin dies in Casey's arms. The music died. Bye bye, Miss Shyamalan Pie. Kevin's not. Kevin's not bulletproof, <laughs> but the beast is bulletproof? Question mark. I guess. Yes. yes. Just like Kevin can't scale a wall, but the beast can. Yeah. 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 That was the point. Is that and and that's been theorized over the years with DID patients that it's been noted that different personalities are able to do things physically uh, like ambidextrousness mm. nothing like scaling a fucking wall but I mean but like, like one person is left-handed all the other all opponents are right one like of them that. had diabetes yeah that's right one of them did and really? he was allowed to have a syringe because it was <laughs> there on the floor the uh, yeah. I it wasn't going to be there I thought it was a figment of his uh, but the POV Daryl orderly cam looks down at the ground and there's a syringe. Right, there is a syringe. How, why was he given just the hospital? He was just given a syringe to inject himself with, yeah, insulin, with insulin whenever he feels like it. But, in the by a nurse, you can commit like, suicide that way. Yeah, yeah. By injecting yourself, yourself with too much aneurysm. insulin. Yeah, or yeah. or just putting take oxygen into your blood. Quite a while. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just having a That's needle. True. Just an empty yeah. syringe, yeah. Just letting a mental patient yourself. have free reign of a needle, period, is a bad idea. Right. You jam it in someone's eye. Yeah. Or letting uh, or letting Elijah have glass-framed pictures. Yeah, yeah. he's named this Mr. Glass, hospital, people. Man. He can't resist that poetic irony. Well, no. <laughs> yeah, and glass is a weapon for all of us. Yes. <laughs> so, um, in... Uh, then Staple deletes surveillance footage of the confrontation, makes plans to move on to investigate another case. Um, it's revealed and at she this reveals point. That, oh, yeah, go ahead. I was Sorry, just going to say, it's revealed that she's part of a clandestine organization that's been suppressing the existence of superhumans for millennia by tracking and killing them as they see them right. to a threat to the stability of world order. Yeah. So not only does she believe in superheroes, she knows for a fact they exist. Yeah. They've been like a, a Knights Templar kind of bullshit thing. Yeah, exactly. All the years silently she, protect or Opus Day, is that what they're called? Right. As uh, David was dying, she told him um, that if it wasn't for the Horde, she probably would have left him alone. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. I do remember that. Yeah, like, I guess because she next, needed him next to the, the puddle, she said, I would have left you alone, but the horde then the when the horde showed up then i just had to come yeah um right so like that he wasn't 
organization viewed him as harmless enough. Right. Not the dude's the, weakness yeah. is but, taking a bath. <laughs> water, yeah. The very omnipresent yeah. <laughs> substance. Yeah. I can't think of a weaker superhero out of all the movies no. we've covered. Yeah, it's pretty pretty rough. Weaker uh, than Aquaman. Yeah. Guy in the puddle. yeah, he's the anti-Aquaman. He is the yeah. anti-Aquaman. He's the Terra Man. <laughs> he's the Nightman. Um, he cometh. Um, so um, then, uh, let's see. After she overhears a group of comic book nerds, well, yeah. Why is she there? Why is she in that small little local comic book? Is that shop? where she finds slipping? superheroes like people just talking about like i think there's a real superhero in our town like right or looks at these um yeah these comics and be like oh this creator must have dot 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 yeah but like we said this fucking conversation look this is so, a, this is a superhero villain you know what superhero villains do i don't know tell me what superhero villains do right he's like well they have the plan and then they have the secret plan and that's what she's like what they do. So, Mister Glass knew about this organization, right? That's the idea. Yes, he was very aware that this organization exists, and, and this was him outing. And the fight on top of the rooftop was a ruse. Yeah, his real. Plan... Uh, yeah, he he has the line there. There are unknown forces that don't want us to realize what we're truly capable of. Uh, yeah, he he was aware of the the cabal. Yeah. So um it turns out Must he was been, yeah. Yep. It turns out I'm he, sure he was. It turns out he was secretly streaming this live to a private website. Um Mrs. Price, Joseph, and Casey each receive a copy of the footage. They release it to the public, exposing the existence of superhumans. They watch in a train station as the news reports it, and people watch on their phones and laptops. Credits roll. I hate that they are at a train station watching people get this news alert why yeah. would you go to a train station for that <laughs> when did we send it two hours yeah two hours better get down to the train station between when they sent that footage and he sat down with the copy because mrs price is like what when did it go out or when did we send it he's, he's like two hours ago and then they start watching it i don't know there's not a two-hour lag time between putting something on the internet and when the internet notices it yeah <laughs> Dude, do you know what I mean? Twitter like, existed at this it's, point. It started dinging on everyone's phones two hours later. Whatever. Like, Just more yeah, end of the, like throwaway lines. Like he doesn't think about the dialogue and how it relates to the other shit he set up. Well, he I, and like I, I get the attempt at like showing the the average person seeing it, but like yeah, I got that. The, that, the classic that way to do this is like a news alert. Yeah, yeah. News or out of Philadelphia the today. Same scene People and omit that line. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that would have been. Those fine. were two lines for two characters. Oh, when did it go out? Blah blah blah. Two hours ago. Just get rid of that. And have them sit and observe that happening. And, just yeah, as much and just impact. like I think everybody knows now, and the movie roll credits or something. No, yeah. he already did it right. So there's yeah. the train station, and everybody's getting the alert, and the camera comes back, and there's a TV monitor like there are in many and that's there's a newscaster talking about the footage that was streamed do you know what i mean I, so that's yeah. all he had to do was ding 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 everybody's phone goes off camera comes out shows that monitor i know why they're at the train station now 
That's the bookend for the whole right. trilogy. That would be uh, just yeah. put that together. Exactly. Yeah. Train yeah. crash. Begins yeah. with the train, ends with the train. Yeah, it's, okay. it makes sense. But I get that because so. M Night has been very vocal against mass transit. <laughs> He's got so, no use for it. So He's in with Big Car. So this 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 movie had one of the worst instances of the thing that you need to hear on the news just magically being on the news the exact moment you need to hear it oh, that I've ever heard. the movie. Right? But also like the moment when she's like putting it together about the building and she looks at the magazine and there's a magazine about the building and she looks at the TV and unmutes the TV and he's talking about the building that's on the magazine she's looking at. That she just this, put together, yeah. I would have loved another M. Night Shyamalan cameo in this moment of him just pointing at the TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh... So, or pointing up at the building later on, like yeah. it's right there. It's, it's that. That's the thing. It's uh, that thing you've been hearing little bits about throughout the whole movie, so. because our foreshadowing is so fucking lazy. Anyway, so guys, you have we have any final final thoughts or unanswered questions we haven't touched on? Um, no, I think we hit them all for me anyway. This movie had so much potential. And it, it was weaker than the first two. And it was the most superhero-y of the three. Yeah. Yeah, it was a disappointment. It could have been better. Yeah, it really could have been. Some good performances. But... Uh, all right. Well, you guys ready to rank it then? Yes. Let's be it done is indeed rank. With the Indian twist. All right. Um, the ranking. So <laughs> we're going to put it right above Infinity War, right? What a twist. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that was a question. What was the twist? What was the twist of this? Was it uh, that, that they that they took the basement route on purpose? <laughs> right. There were two. That his dad was in the train crash and that, uh, well, and that she was working for a secret organization. That believed. were superheroes. And then the... Um, secret plan. The secret yeah. plan so, being like, the a parking lot fight. So many twists. Along. Yeah. All right. So unbreakable. Too many, and they were all. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely too many. Oh, it's worse so than you unbreakable. like unbreakable more. I do like unbreakable quite a bit more. Um, worse than orgasm. We have unbreakable at number forty-one. Where do we have split? Split. We have below unbreakable for sure. I'm sure. Um, split uh, is. Oof, way down here at 109. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like superhero movie or, oh, God, Wolverine, X-Men Origins Wolverine. I I could vibe with that. Um, Let's see, where is that? Uh, is, is it worse than Split? <sighs> I mean... I liked it better than Split, it, but... It holds up... Just it's more of a superhero movie than Split is. It is. I thought. But I think it failed at executing on all of the superhero tropes. I without, thought without being like super ham-fisted with them. Yeah, I thought Split was a better all-around movie personally, but um, I know that's you know your mileage may vary with that, of course. Um, well, you can hang a lot more on McAvoy's performance in Split. That's true. Without McAvoy's performance, Split may have been a much, much worse movie. Yeah. Um, well, and his performance, he's he's a bit more as a result because it's just watered down with Sarah Paulson. No, he, he's not able staring to into the middle distance. Of the movies. 
despite how well he's performing. <sighs> yeah. I'm I don't know. I'm completely at a loss with this one and where to put it in relation to Split or Unbreakable or anything. Um, ugh. What, what number is Split? 104, you said? Yeah, I thought Aquaman was better than this, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> yeah. either. I don't, I don't oh, know yeah, anything Aquaman's anymore. definitely better than this. Yeah. Aquaman looked cool and like had some humor... Okay. This is not a funny movie at all. No. Steel. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at Steel too. Um, like, how how does it compare to Steel? Steel was more lighthearted. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that was fun at least. Yeah. I I will say um, that watching this the second time, uh, it went down a lot easier than the first time. That's a, always the sign of good art. I yeah. I, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. I, I, the first time I watched this, I wasn't even taking notes, and it felt like I was watching it for six hours. I honest, I think I was actually. I think I actually spent six hours watching it the first time. Honestly, uh, this so is bored. this is one of the time only times I ever only watched it once. I took my notes during my initial watching. <laughs> And didn't go uh-huh. back to it, which never happens. Um, yeah, um, I, I I did not like it at all. So I I don't know. It, yeah, I I have to get going. Um, so let's go ahead. <laughs> let's go ahead. Yeah, how about this? Um, why don't we just go ahead? I think generally, I th- let's go ahead and put it uh, next to right under steel at one hundred six. All right. Completely arbitrarily. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Glass. Arbitrarily. Just... Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. But all right. So steel and glass are together again. Uh... <laughs> Forming the hits. Industrial the design. Yeah. Yes. That brings us steel to glass. Next week on Harmless Phosphorescence, <laughs> we will be watching Captain Marvel. Woo! Yeah. About time. Back to the MCU. Um, that's movie. that's next week. Thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. This has been your host, Throw Smiley, and I'm not nine forever. I just act like it. <laughs> I'm Josh CC, and I am one of those Hello Kitty pervs. <laughs> I'm Brian Lesh, and I specialize in talking about movies that think they are superhero movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Alaric Weber, and you almost convinced me that I was an ordinary man. <laughs> You're not, Al. He's not. You are no ordinary man, Al. Uh, thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, guys.